Benchmark. This is Erin and coming at you with another episode of Be the Benchmark, the podcast for fierce moms raising fierce daughters or something like that. Uh, This is another one that I recorded while I was doing a Facebook Live, but hopefully the sound is a little bit better on this one than it was on the last one. So give it a listen and let me know what you think. Thanks. Hi, this is Erin from Be The Benchmark, and I am going live and podcasting at the same time to talk about all the emotions. As you know, I work with girls, tween girls, teen girls, and I also have three girls of my own. So we have no shortage of emotions in our house. Emotions run wild all the time. There's I mean, literally with three girls in the house, we can go from everybody playing and laughing and having a great time to like tears and anger and slamming doors within 10 to 30 seconds. I mean, it's, it's fast, it's fast. And then back again within, you know, three to five minutes, depending on the situation. So there's lots and lots and lots and lots of emotions that run through our house uh, for a variety of different reasons. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about how I coach girls with emotions and also how I coach my own children with emotions and how I parent them with emotions. Uh, The first thing that we always talk about is you are 120% entitled to your feelings. Uh, No feeling is wrong. No emotion is wrong. That's part of who we are. It's very normal and natural and good. And we don't want to tell someone uh, that their feeling the way that they really feel inside is is wrong. You know, we want them to be able to understand it and express it. But we do have some parameters around how this works. Uh, and the first parameter for our family is that you are totally allowed to feel your feelings, but you are not allowed to spew your feelings onto everyone else around you. So what we kind of mean by that is you're not allowed to hurt other people just because you're feeling upset or hurt, particularly. I mean, we're talking about like strong emotions. So for example, uh, my oldest daughter, I pick on my middle daughter a little, a lot. So I'll pick on my oldest daughter a little bit today. My oldest daughter last night was uh, getting ready to finish her homework and she had to do something online and she was supposed to log into like some, something through school. I don't, I'm not sure I could totally understand it, but she couldn't get in and it was giving her some sort of error message. And the meltdown occurred and I I watched this happen you know and it's late so she's a little tired and you know all sorts of things are happening but uh, the the reaction in my mind was like completely disproportionate to what was actually happening um, but in her reality it was very 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 real and so I gave her a moment to just feel those feelings but her little sister was there and was just getting ready for bed and she started to get snippy with her like get in and I'm like this emotion that you're feeling and this problem that you're having has literally nothing to do with your sister so let's remove ourselves from her so that you don't aren't tempted to take out your feeling which is totally valid on your sister you're also not allowed to take it on me because it's not my fault the computer's not working um and my oldest daughter is so good at taking that breath and taking that moment. And that's one of the tools that I give them. Um, We have lots of different tools that I'll go into in a little bit, but she, without me even telling her because we've been through this, she is so good at taking that moment. So she's like, fine. 
you know, <laughs> and so, um, but, but it's all internal and she's still feeling it, but she's not spewing it onto anyone else. And that is, that is the key in that moment. And so I got the other kid to bed and I came back down and I asked what the problem was. And, you know, uh, one of, uh, I guess I'll just go ahead and get into the tools. One of the tools that we use is obviously that breath, that taking that moment, whatever our feeling is, you know, especially when it's a strong negative emotion taking that time to breathe. And, and at first it's gonna be an anxious breath. And then maybe the second one will be a little calmer until we start to do that. We have lots of breathing techniques that we work on. Um, box breathing is another one when we're starting to get really stressed or upset or anxious or overwhelmed. Um, box breathing is where we uh, breathe in for four counts. Hold it at the top for four counts. So we're kind of going over. Then we let it out for four counts and then hold it at the bottom for four counts. And so it kind of makes a box. And that's that's one of the techniques that we also use. And so she was really good at that. Then we came back down and I said, okay, let's rank our emotion. This is, this is something that we really do. Hi, Kim. This is something that we like to do a lot is rank our emotions on a scale of one to 10. And so we talk about what's a 10. A 10 is like somebody's dying. Like somebody that like major 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 this is the reaction that we would give if someone that we love is 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 injured or hurt or um in the hospital you know that's a 10. a one is you know we got a hang now okay so on a scale of one to ten where does this issue fall so yes your homework is due tomorrow yes you can't get online but your teacher might be slightly annoyed but like no one's dying so I asked her to rank it. So I gave her, I empowered her to rank that, you know, this, this problem. And she said it was a four. I'm like, okay, that's fair. I said, now, what is an appropriate reaction for a four? Uh, you know, how, how long should you mourn this issue if it's a four? How long should you be upset? Or how, you know what I mean? How can you, how can you appropriately deal with this? And so she's like, okay. And then I'm like, let me just, you know, text your teacher on our little, you know, whatever app and just let her know what the problem is. And she's like, all right. And I said, but before I do that, can you just try one more time and sh show me exactly what you did? And sure enough, she showed me and she got right in and she was able to complete her homework and all was taken care of. So these are the types of up and down emotions that I know you deal with though. If you have, uh, Definitely if you have daughters in the house, but really if you have kids in the house. I know that, that boys do this too. You know, these are the types of emotions that come up. And um, so those are, you know, those are some of the, the tools that we use. So on a couple more, I'm just really quickly, uh, when we're feeling these strong emotions, which like I said, there are no wrong emotions. Like you are allowed to feel your emotions. You're just not allowed to hurt others or spew them on others when you're having them. But but the first thing that we, we often do is we get curious about our emotions because a lot of times we go to, you know, one or three things. Like my uh, middle daughter is like, I'm angry, I'm angry. And we actually literally, and I meant to bring it down here so I could show you, but maybe I'll post it later. Um, we literally have a wheel of emotions. That's, it's a very colorful wheel of emotions. And it has a variety of different words because sometimes when we say we're angry, we're actually jealous or hungry or tired, which are not even emotions, but you know, <laughs> they are legitimate. Or we are feeling overwhelmed or we're feeling uh, upset about something else that happened. We're maybe sad about something we're maybe a little distraught. So we really try to like get curious about what emotion we're actually feeling and then kind of uncover like where that came from. So, you know, if you get really upset cause you can't find a pencil, even though our house has a million pencils all over the place. If you're getting really upset because you can't find a pencil, 
let's peel back the layers. Are you really upset because you can't find a pencil or are you upset because you forgot about this homework and now it's 8 a.m. and it's due at nine and you're not ready yet? You know, like what are you really feeling here? And so we kind of try to, to play that curiosity piece and that question game um, and that helps us deal with it better because when we know what we're up against, we are able to problem solve more easily. Um, so we use that emotions wheel to try and figure out what we're actually feeling. Um, we use that scale of one to 10 that I talked about earlier. Uh, really, what, how stressful is it? Where does this issue really fall in terms of you know, the grand scheme of things? And so let's be appropriate about that. You know, if it's an eight, absolutely. Let's you know, give ourselves some time to go to our room and punch a pillow and scream a little and cry some because crying is great and it feels super cathartic. Um, but if it's a two, let's not give it an eight reaction. You know, that's kind of, that's, that's where we do with that. And then the last thing that I already kind of talked about as well is just those coping skills that we teach on a regular basis. Like what are our breathing techniques? Um, our gratitude practices, you know, when we start to feel a little down, like that's an emotion that we have, you know, even obviously all of this goes without saying, maybe, maybe it doesn't go without saying, I have a lot of these emotions. My children obviously have them, but I have a lot of these and I have to continually teach myself all of these things about correctly identifying and getting curious about what I'm actually feeling and taking that moment to take my breath, you know, whether it's my box breathing or just my in through my nose and out through my mouth or if it's that grounding technique where I just take a moment to see something and hear something and smell something and feel something and taste something and just kind of ground myself in that moment. Um, but the gratitude practice, anytime we're feeling down, this is a great one when we're just kind of like, meh, I don't really feel good and I'm not really sure why. We just take that moment to give us ourselves uh, the opportunity to say three things that we're grateful for in that moment, you know, and it helps just to kind of reset our mind to be like, you know, even though maybe things aren't going exactly the way that we wanted them to, we do have so much to be grateful for. Um, and then that, that counting to 10 technique, it's just, that is not new. There's nothing new under the sun about that, but training yourself to do it and training your kids to do it when they're young so that when they get older and their boss comes at them with 17 different things that are totally unrealistic they have tools that they can use to work through how they're feeling so that they can appropriately then respond to the situation um, and and have as much, much success with that as possible um, I, I haven't looked up a lot about emotional um, emotional quotient, IQ, EQ, have you ever heard of those things? Uh, but the emotional quotient has a lot to do with how you can deal with these stressful situations and how you deal with your big emotions. And so giving our kids those tools when they're young to really start practicing like, you know, when you're eight and not being able to find a pencil is your biggest issue, but you learn these tools, then when you're 18 and you don't get the score that you wanted on a test, those same tools are gonna to be able to be used. And that's what I talked to, you know, uh, both my girls that uh, live in my house as well as the girls that I mentor about on a regular basis and they're what I'm constantly teaching myself as well. So, big feelings, totally allowed, totally normal, actually even encouraged as long as you're not hurting others with those emotions and then using those tools that we talked about, about getting curious, um, figuring out what emotion you're actually feeling, using your breathing techniques, using your scale of one to 10 and using your gratitude practice to just uh, really make sure that you are still being productive and moving forward in the midst of big emotions. So I hope that that helps you today. I hope that that helps your kids. Uh, feel free to ask me any questions in the comments and I'll be sure to check in and, and answer anything that I have uh, resources for and let you know. But other than that, I hope you have a great night and we'll talk to you soon. Choose your thoughts, 
create your life, change the world, go out and be the benchmark. So I hope you enjoyed that episode. As with each episode, I try to give moms some sort of question to talk to their daughters about after the episode. And the question that I have for you today is to really ask your daughter, which kind of coping mechanisms or tools does she find the easiest to use when she's starting to feel big emotions and which are the hardest for her to use? And really the best way to start this conversation is probably to share with her your answers to that question so when you're starting to feel big emotions you know especially as a mom when she is feeling big emotions how do you deal with that first and how do you model that for her and where do you struggle and I think really being honest with our daughters about the areas that we struggle in and uh, being humble enough to admit that I think is a really great opener uh, to help them to see where they might want to improve and the things that they're interested in trying to put in their toolbox for future use. So hope you have a great week and I hope that uh, your daughters benefit from this conversation. Talk to you soon.